talking to you, but you're not even hearing what they're saying. Or, better yet, thank you, better yet, um, had somebody to say something to you and you interpreted it a whole different way than what they meant it to be. So I want to talk about today, do you have a hearing problem? Do you have a hearing problem? So let me just do something real quick. I want to, um, I want to give everybody who's watching us, as well as those who are here with us, I want to give you a hearing test right now. Can I give you all a hearing test? So the first, hear, the first part of this hearing test, I'm going to just say a couple of statements. Now listen to this. A bicycle can't stand on its own because it is too tired. It's too tired. Now y'all looking at me like, huh? Sister Kathy says she got it. Two tires. You, you understand what? That's part of the, so some of y'all like, what do you mean the bicycle is too tired? Meaning, you see how you interpreted it a whole different way? Y'all understand that? Now this is a, another, another one, another one, listen to this. A boiled egg in the morning is hard to beat. You can't beat. Y'all like, okay, now this is corny, Pastor. But you understand, some people may think like beat an egg, when you're getting ready to scramble it, but if it's boiled, you can't beat, you can't beat the egg. Amen. One more, one more, about two more. It says, once you've seen one shopping center, you've seen them all. You've seen them all. Seen a mall. So, in other words, I've seen them all. So, you're saying I've seen one shopping center, I've seen them all. All in how we interpret a hearing problem. You understand what I'm saying? Another one is when an actress saw her first strands of gray hair, she thought she'd die. She thought she'd die. Not literally <laughs> die, but dye her hair. Y'all, come on, let's just, let's just have some humor. Can, can we have some humor today? Yes, this is what church is all about. I want to I wanna get y'all to understand, do you, it's an interpretation of what you're hearing. And then the last one is bakers trade bread recipes on a need-to-know basis. A need-to-know, in other words, K-N-E-A-D. No basis. Pastor Robert looking at me like, okay, all right. <laughs> Just got to have a little hearing. I wanted y'all to understand that people can say things, but we can interpret it a different way. We can interpret it a different way. So let's go. I th I, did y'all enjoy that? Did y'all get something from that? Come on now. So let's turn to John 8 and 43. John 8, 43. John 8, 43 says, why can't you understand what I am saying? It's because you can't even hear me. You can't understand what I'm saying is because 
you can't even hear me. And so what Christ was saying, he was saying that um, uh, they didn't know at that particular time, Christ was talking about liberty. He was talking about fatherhood. And they couldn't understand the fatherhood because they were still thinking about Abraham being their father. They couldn't understand that that there is a new father, our heavenly father. And so what Christ was telling them, he was saying, you can't even understand. You're stuck up on having another father from Abraham. You're not understanding. Okay, yes, you understood that, that Abraham was your father. But you can't understand that now that when we become sons and daughters that you have taken on a new family. You've been adopted into the family and you have a new father. And so this is what Christ was saying. He's saying you don't understand what I'm saying because you're stuck on thinking in the carnal mindset. You're stuck on thinking in a natural way. So when I was reading these, these the hearing test, you couldn't understand because you had a way of thinking, which was your way of thinking. And a lot of times, people, you can be explaining things to people, but they not understand it because their thought process is in a whole different realm. Their, their mindset is in a whole different realm. Sometimes we cannot understand what Christ is saying, what the word of God is saying to us because we're looking at it from a carnal perspective. And so what I want us to do today is I want to ask you again, do you have a hearing problem? Are there things in the way that hinders you from hearing correctly? From hearing correctly. Anybody ever taken a hearing test? I have. I've had, I've had several. You know, you go to ENT, they want to test your hearing. And they ask you, when you hear the sound, I guess, raise your hand, or it's a, maybe a little clicker or whatever. I, I, I think it's a clicker. But when you hear, it's low tones, high tones, medium tones. They're checking your ears for what frequencies you can hear at. And God doesn't always come in the same way. Sometimes he comes, and the Bible says he comes with a still, small voice. Sometimes we can't hear the still, small voice because there's too much clutter going on for us to hear, going on in our minds for us to hear. And, and, and sometimes we cannot hear because of our thoughts. Sometimes we cannot hear correctly, and we cannot interpret things correctly um, because of some of the things that we've been through. And so what determines our hearing? Our hearing is dependent upon our character. And so, in other words, in uh, uh, John 8, 43, listen to this. They could not hear because their character was still being developed by the thoughts of Abraham, was still being developed by the Abrahamic covenant. Um, um, thinking about Abraham versus um, when we become children of God, we are supposed to take on the characteristics of God. We are supposed to take on the characteristics of our father. So listen to this. Aristotle says that character develops over time as one acquires habits from parents and community. How many of you can say, and I can say it for myself, 
Sometimes I look at myself and I say, man, I act just like my mama. Anybody ever said that? Or, man, I, 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 I look and act just like my daddy. Or because of the, the surroundings, if you're around a community that cusses, what are you going to do? You're going to take on that characteristic of cussing. If you take on that, if you're around a community that complains and talks negative, what are you going to do? You're going to be negative. Your characteristic is going to be negative. It's going to be judgmental. It's going to be uh, uh, complaining all the time. And so uh, he says that it's from your community and from your parents. But then not only that, character is developed through reward and punishment. The same way Christ does us. He develops our character. When we do something that's out of character, he says that he disciplines what? Those whom he loves. So you do something that's not in character of our Heavenly Father, he comes and he chastises you. If you're, if, 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 if um, your, your, your children or a, a, a young person decides that they are going to go out and they're going to drink underage and, you know, you're not going to have a five-year-old or a six-year-old picking up a bottle of wine. If he picks up a bottle of wine and takes a sip, what are you going to do? You're going to chastise him. You're going to punish him and let him know, no, 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 that's not what you do. But then when they do things that is within the, the guidelines and within the rules, then you do what? You reward them. That develops character. Your character says, no, I can't. If punishment comes, I know that if I do this, I'm going to get punished. I know if I do this, reward is going to come. That's the same way with God. God develops our character through reward and punishment. Aristotle says it, our character is developed through reward and punishment. He also says that, think about this. People acquire a good character much as one learns to play a musical instrument. Initially, when I started playing the keyboard, it seemed like pressure to get in there and practice. I was like, man, I, I want to get this, but it's, it's pressure. Y'all ever tried to do something, uh, uh, either is cooking, maybe it's cooking, baking a cake, it's pressure to get in there and learn how to put the right ingredients in there. And the first time, that cake may not rise if you don't put the right stuff in it. Ain't that right, Sister Thelma? Sweet potato pie. Sister uh, Thelma fixed us a sweet potato pie. That thing is good. Was good. Nice and sweet. Let me try to fix a sweet potato pie. It's frustrating. It's like, oh, my God, it's pressure. But if I practice, my pies will probably come out just as good as, as, as Miss Thelma's over there but eventually if you practice long enough you'll enjoy what you've learned and you'll have an understanding of what you learned so you gain the information so um think of it as our character depends it it, it, it determines our hearing um our character is also developed by every sin that we've ever mastered Every sin that you've mastered, I used to be a cusser. I mean, I cussed like a sailor because I worked for sailors and I hung around sailors. And we cussed horribly. And I was saved. And a cussing saint. 
Come on, some of y'all act like y'all ain't never been there. Some of y'all slipping up now. So don't even play. But the thing is, is that I refuse to let that sin master me. And so I said, my daddy, how can, how can, um, the Bible says that how can blessings and cursings come out of the same mouth? So out of one mouth, you're saying hallelujah. Out of another mouth, you're cussing. Out of one mouth, you're saying, Lord, I thank you. In another way, you are, you, you are slandering your neighbor. You're out there talking about your neighbor. Out of one way, you're saying, God, I, I, I know that you're my all in all. But then out of the other mouth, you're saying, oh, they ain't no good. They ain't going to never be nothing. Do you have a hearing problem? Do you have a hearing problem. So in other words, you learn to master those sins, those temptations. And when we've mastered it, it's going to determine the things that we hear. What do I mean? If we live meanly, we're going to hear meanly. You live mean, surly. I say surly. You always ah, fussing at somebody. So every time somebody says something to you, it's going to sound like they're fussing at you because that's what you're living. If you are living with offenses, you're always going to hear. When somebody says something to you, it's going to be offensive to you. Why? Because it's in you. It's in you. So in, as I said before, what is in you, our spirit man, our character determines what we hear. Do you have a hearing problem? We hear what we are. We hear what we are. Listen, listen to this. I'm, I'm going to read another story to you. I'm going to read a story and it's saying, hearing the crickets, an American Indian left the reservation to visit downtown New York. Anybody ever been to New York? I talked to somebody this, this, uh, this week that said they'll never go back to New York. It was just took them 45 minutes to get a, a, a place that only should have took them 15 minutes. And the lady had to actually get out the car and stop the traffic so that her husband can get out into the traffic. She was a bold one, but she did what she had to do. But anyway, left New York, went down to visit downtown New York. Walking down a busy street with his friend, he suddenly stopped and said, I hear a cricket. I hear a cricket. His friend said, you're crazy. There's no way you can hear a cricket in all this noise. The Indian persisted, no, I hear a cricket. I'm sure of it. His friend said, it's noon. There are thousands of people bustling around, cars honking, taxis squealing. I don't believe you can hear a cricket in all this. The Indian listened again and walked slowly across the street where he found a large cement planter with a shrub in it. He dug beneath the leaves and sure enough, there was a cricket. His friend was stunned. You've got amazing hearing. You've got amazing hearing. But the Indian said, no. My ears are no more different from yours. My ears are no different from yours. 
It simply depends on what you're listening to. Here, let me show you. He told his friend, I'm going to show you how to get there. So he reached into his pocket, pulled out a handful of change, a few quarters, some dimes, nickels, and pennies, and dropped it on the concrete. You guessed it. Every head on the block turned because their ears were conditioned not to the crickets, but conditioned to the money and the change falling on the street. He said, you see what I mean? It all depends on what you're listening for. We're not hearing Jesus speak is because we're listening to the sounds of the world. We're not hearing what God is saying to us because we got problems, we got situations that are speaking to us louder. They're, 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 they're the voice, our ears are tuned to our problems. Our ears are in tune to our hurt. Our ears are tuned to the offenses. Our ears are tuned to the wrong things versus the sound of heaven. Versus what God is saying. Versus what the word of God is saying. Do you have a hearing problem? Y'all get me? What's blocking your hearing? What hurt is blocking your hearing? What disappointment is blocking your hearing? What habit is blocking you from hearing? We're responsible for what we hear and how we hear. We are responsible for what we hear and how we hear. Nobody's going to come to me and gossip because I'm responsible for that. I'm not going to allow you to come to me and gossip. And as a matter of fact, you're going to look at me and be like, no, nah, Pastor Wendy's not going to let me come to her and cuss and, and gossip to her. Y'all, y'all, y'all. You know, and even even nobody, if you are saved and a child of God, nobody should be comfortable coming in your presence and cussing. Amen? Or, or, or if they say it, oop, I'm, I'm sorry. I love my family. They know who I am, and, and they know what I stand for. And I know they cuss, but they're not going to do it around me. Nobody should feel comfortable coming in your presence and smoking weed. And now that that marijuana is legal, I don't care if it is. That's not my character. That's not what I stand. That's not, I'm responsible for what I hear and how I hear. So I said that to say you are responsible for what you hear and how you hear. What do you mean? Let's turn to Mark. 24, 24, what you hear. He said, Mark 4 and 24 says, then he added, what? Pay close attention to what you hear. It's not saying that somebody's going to do it for you. You have to pay close attention. Whatever you need to do to pay close attention, whatever you need to do 
to, to move out all of the hindrances that's stopping you from paying close attention. You ever uh, distracted? You, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. A lot of us are walking around not with distracted driving, but distracted hearing. <laughs> distracted hearing. Cell phone, eliminate from hearing. You know, uh, 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 people, the phone and, 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 and people around you, the TV can distract you from hearing. I'm not saying there is a time and a place for all of it, but there are times that you just need to shut everything down and allow yourself to hear and to hear correctly. So we are responsible what we hear. In our household, we're not going to listen or, or, or matter of fact, uh, somebody was playing some music and my ear was so attuned to, it went to something very vulgar. Why? Because my ears was attuned to what, not just the beat, boom, you know, just enjoying it and just enjoying the sway, but I was listening to the words and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. My ear was attuned to it and I was responding, and I was like, oh, they didn't play that. My great nephew, even some of these cartoons and things that they're, they're playing on their, their, their iPads and devices, y'all parents, y'all better pay attention because what's happening is it looks just like a game, but the voice that's coming through very monotonous will literally lull your children into a state of mind. Very, and I was listening to this game my great nephew was playing. I was like, what are you doing? It was, he, he thought he was just playing a game and it was like, but what it was, it was literally hypnotizing him because of the tone of his voice, what he was hearing. They were thinking about what was being seen. The world was putting stuff in through their ears and through their ear gates. And it was developing something within him. So be careful, y'all. Even us playing games on our phones. Be careful. Y'all never, I'll never forget it. Um, Candy Crush. Y'all remember when Candy Crush was out? Man, people be sitting at work, supposed to be working, playing Candy Crush. Y'all with, come on. And my, I never forget it. My girlfriend, who is no longer here, bless her soul. I said, I want to learn how to play Candy Crush. She said, no, you don't. She said, no, you don't, Pastor Wendy. I said, why not? She said, because once you get into it, it's addictive. It's addictive. It was developing something so that I was craving or you crave it. Maybe that's not, you crave it. And what happens is there's endorphins in your brain that starts to uh, 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 be stimulated um, to where the more, you ever seen it, you put your cell phone down next to a minute, you pack, pick it back up, Put your cell phone down, you're picking it back up. That's, it, you're feeding those endorphins. And so what we have to do is we have to kill. We have to kill those things that are driving us, that are, that are, are, are compulsive. You remember I talked about our character. I talked about our habits. Develop, it, 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 it determines what we hear. So in other words, we have to learn to kill those things. I was into a habit at one particular point every morning before my feet would ever hit the bay, uh, hit the floor, I would grab my phone and look at my email to see who had emailed me through the night. What does it really matter? <laughs> I found myself, and the Holy Spirit checked me one morning. He was like, why are you checking your email before you say anything to me? 
like, ooh, yeah. And so the next morning, it, the habit was still there. It didn't go away because I was spoken to. But what I had to do was I had to deny myself the urge to pick up that phone. I had to, I had to starve that habit. And then after a while, I could begin to hear God speaking even more clearly and more revelatory when I was at home. You want to receive revelation from God. Not just from what we say in here, but you want uh, 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 God to reveal. He, he says that the eyes of your uh, understanding may be enlightened, meaning that when you read the word of God, he will literally speak to you through the word. Do you have a hearing problem? You're responsible for what you hear. It says pay close attention to what you hear. Listen to this. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given and you receive even more so the more that you listen the closer you listen the more that you uh, uh, correct your hearing process see this is this is self-correcting you don't have to go to an ENT or go get a hearing aid the hearing aid is, is the word of God. The hearing aid is the Holy Spirit. All you have to do is start taking the medicine and denying yourself. Listen to what the passing translation says, and I don't know if I have it in there, but it says, and then he said to them, he says, be diligent to understand the meaning behind everything you hear. Remember what I was saying, the children, uh, uh, watching a video game, but there is a meaning in, behind it. Be make sure that you're understanding everything behind what you hear. The meaning behind what you hear. Don't interpret it. Um, I never forget it. Me and Pastor Robert was having a discussion one day, and I I got a little excited and intense, and he said, "I I feel like you're attacking me." I wasn't attacking him, but the meaning that he interpreted was that I was attacking him because of my forcefulness. And so I had to come back and explain the meaning behind what I said. A lot of disagreements come because we have interpreted the wrong meaning behind what somebody said. Do you have a hearing problem? A lot of people part ways and stay angry with each other for years because of something that somebody said and their meaning in what they said was nothing what the person intended. Understand the meaning behind what you hear. Don't listen with your carnal ears. For as you do, more understanding will be given to you. And according to the depth of your longing to understand, we have to learn to understand each other. That's just relationship 101. We have to learn to understand our father, to understand who he is, get to know him on another level. Go deep down within him. Dig deep, long for him, get hungry for him. Because it says that according to the depth of your longing to understand, much more will be added to you. So when you hunger and thirst for righteousness, when you hunger and thirst for the word of God, you're going to get some understanding and you're going to go deeper in him and he's going to reveal even more to you. You ever heard somebody say, man, they got an old soul?
old soul is because they, they hang around and they're hungry for wisdom. They're hungry for, for to know. They don't want just the everyday life. And so it causes them to hear things differently, to, to want things differently. And sometimes when we judge other people, we're really, the judgment is us. <laughs> we're judging ourselves. Because what did I say? Our character, if we're judgmental, what we hear, we're going to start judging people. Oh, they're judging me. No, you're judging yourself. That's not how they meant it. They wanted to bring you in some love, and i never forget it. Mother Parson used to come to me and call me on a Monday morning on the way to work. And she'd tell me, the Lord told me that I need to tell you such and such and such and such. And I'll never forget it, driving to 564, going to the base. I'm like, gee, Ma, couldn't, couldn't it wait? Nope, 6.30 was, 6, 6 o'clock was her time to call me. <laughs> Amen. She set my day off right. She would lay into my hips. And let me tell you something. I, the first few times she did it, I got mad with her. I'm like, no, you don't know. You don't know. You don't, I know you don't know anybody, but you don't know. But after a while, I stopped being judgmental and understood that it was really me. And the things that she was saying was to correct me and to make me be a better person. It was her wisdom that she was giving me. It was her, it was her knowledge and her experience that she was giving me. And so as, 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 as she started to talk to me more, I said, yes, ma'am, what should I do? You know, how should I do? And that's, that's just who. So I, I started to hunger. And then when she didn't call me, I pick up the phone. What's wrong? You sleep? <laughs> I overslept. Well, don't oversleep. I'm on my way to work. Wake up. <laughs> All right, I'm awake. I'm awake. But that's the way. Uh, you understand? So start craving it. Don't be, when you're judgmental, understand that judgmentalness may be in your heart. It says we're listening with a hidden heart. And we interpret a lot of times what other people are saying because of the way we're walking in our flesh. Fleshly mindset, hearing from a, a, a worldly realm. So how we hear. We're responsible for not only what we hear, but we are responsible for how we hear. How we hear. Let's look at Luke 8, 18, and I'm almost finished. 8, 18 says, so pay attention to how you hear. How are you hearing? Are you hearing? With your natural ears, or are you hearing with your heart? The Bible says out of the, out of, out of the heart flows the issues of life. So if there's a lot of junk in your heart, we got to get it out so we can hear properly. So pay attention to how you hear. Listen to this. To those who listen to my teachings, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what they think they understand will be taken away from them. You think that you understand it. Listen from the heart. Allow God to change your heart. With the spirit of love, I, I, I worked with a lady when I first moved to Virginia. And I'll never forget her. Her name was Miss B. Miss B was the sweetest woman I ever came to know. I mean, this woman never came to work um, with an ill spirit, never came. And I got the pleasure of working beside her for about two months. 
And she was always loving. And as a matter of fact, I wasn't even saved, but Miss V was the one that encouraged me because of her lifestyle and because of her character. She encouraged me to, to, to go back to church. She encouraged me because of her character. She was loving and, and, and she listened um, from her heart. She didn't judge me for who I was, but she listened to the things that I said from her heart and she spoke in a very loving way. We are to hear spirit from the, from, from the spirit of God that's within us and not from our hurt. Not from our hurt. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you, um, I'm going to give, give you scripture to back this up. Listen to how you hear, how you hear, how are you going to hear? You have to train yourself to hear. And you listen with an open heart. Listen to this. Let's look at Proverbs 2 and 2. And I'm going to read this from the Passion Translation. We have to do what? Understand the meaning behind what is being said. We have to. We are responsible for this. God's not going to come down. You know, every now and then you need to, you know, clean your ears. You know, you're not going to go to an ENT and say, my ears are dirty. Clean them out. No, you, you know, you're going to go in there in the bathroom. You're going to do what you need to do. And so we are responsible for doing the own, our own cleaning, clean up our life so that we can understand. Proverbs 2 and 2 says, so train, says what? We have to do what? It's not going to come just by happenstance. We have to train what? Not our ears, but what? Our hearts. Train our hearts to listen. Train your heart to listen. Heart. Not our physical heart. Not the one that's pumping the blood. But the heart is our soul. The heart is our spirit man. Train our hearts to listen when I speak. And open up your what? Open up your spirit wide to expand your discernment. To expand discernment is you being able to know and understand the meaning behind what somebody's saying to you. I want to I want us to get our hearing right so that we can begin not only clean out all of the garbage so that we can hear our loving father speak to us so that we can speak to others in love. So that we can be able to squash some of these disagreements that we have so that we can begin to reach out to someone in love and not look at the outer person, but be able to see accurately, hear accurately what they're saying. And then listen to this. It says, then it, then once we're able to do this, we're able to pass it on. So when your hearing gets corrected, if you have any hurt, get rid of the hurt. Because that's blocking your hearing. If you have disappointments and you won't let them go, it's blocking your hearing. You got a hearing problem. If you're walking around with unforgiveness, you got a hearing problem. It's hind Would y'all agree with that? It's hindering you from what you hear. If you have offenses, the Bible, and somebody said that to me this week. And I was like, whoa, if you have an offense against someone, 
The Bible says that lay your gift down at the altar and go to your brother. Get the offense right and then come back because that offense hinders you from hearing, hearing the voice of the father. Think about it. If God and we've talked about our response here. Hallelujah. He has captured our God. He's our redeemer. Him being our redeemer means that he redeemed us and he he rescued us from any sin that we could ever encounter. And we don't have to walk around with that sin. But we can be delivered from that sin. So I ask you today, do you have a hearing problem? Any hurt deep down in the inside? Well, no, good. God, I'm good. <laughs> the Bible says that we all have sinned and fallen short. You woke up this morning, and I, it, it's so funny. I'm going to be honest. You know, y'all know I'm transparent. Even on this morning, had a little attitude just for no reason. And Pastor Robert did something and just made me just start laughing like I don't know what. And I told him at that particular time, I said I needed that because my head was in the wrong space. My thoughts were in the wrong space. Sometimes our thinking is in the wrong space. And we need to get it right because it's hindering our hearing what the Father wants to say. Amen? Let's bow our heads. Father, we just praise and we thank you. Thank you, God, because we are getting our hearing straight on today. Any offense that we have, Father, we're laying it down at the altar right now. We're asking, first of all, Father, that you forgive us for all of our sins and any sins that we are holding against anybody else. Any anger, any bitterness, any hatred. Anything, Father, that would be a hindrance to us hearing your voice. Anything that would cause us to misinterpret the meaning of what you're trying to say to us. Father, we surrender ourselves to you and ask, Father, that you would help us to hear more clearly. Help us to understand the meaning behind what we hear. Help us, Father, to surround ourselves with people and individuals that are not carnal, that are not worldly, but that are able to speak into us and speak those things which our ears need to hear. God, we cannot separate ourselves and, and, and live out of the world, but your word says that be in the world, but not of the world. So, Father, help us not to be of the world, but let us be a light in the world. Let us be a good example, a, 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 a beacon of light, a beacon of joy, a beacon in displaying your characteristics in this world and not thinking carnally, not hearing from a carnal mindset, 
But open up our hearts, oh God, so that we can receive you and receive all that you have to say to us. Because it's going to develop our character. And our character, help us to get our character straight, God. We're responsible for that. And the only way we can get our character straight is that we have to get into the word of God and understand what your character is, understand who you are, and that helps us to know who we should be. So, Father, we praise you and we thank you. And we thank you for this word on today. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to tell you on today to protect your ear gates. Protect your ear gates, your ears, what, what you allow to come in, what you allow to come in. And then I also say if you want to support this ministry, you can easily cash it, send us an offering cash app at dollar sign open altar, or um, you can text uh, uh, open altar or t uh, to 77577 or something.